Thank you so much for downloading the episode on the show today. We talk about Greece because it's its 40th anniversary, of course. Also, you want our advice, so we are answering your questions. If you want to submit a question, by all means, do it through our social media or uglytruth.com, and we'll be happy to give you our opinions. Also, your ugly and awkward moments of the week. All of this sponsored by lipandclip.com. Thank you so much. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. I'm a pink lady, damn it. Paula. This is what you married into, you gold-digging bitch. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. It is episode 301. Welcome to Wednesday's show. Although you're probably not listening to it on Wednesday, you're just listening to it whenever you decided to. So, but welcome to the show. We are sisters who podcast. Yes, yes, we are. I'm so glad because I forgot. <laughs> I'm glad you. I'm glad that's your job. This was a bit of an awkward one. It was, but that's okay. We're awkward. I have so many things that I we didn't even get to talk about last week that we wanted to talk about. But really quick, I was telling you off that when we weren't recording that I was cat sitting yeah. for my daughter. But before that, my son took a, a, a his first official adult long vacation and oh. they, they drove to Palm Springs because they have a friend. He and his girlfriend have a friend who lives down there and she invited them to come down for a week. And so he asked me a while ago, will you cat sit? And I'm like, yeah, sure. So I agreed. His apartment isn't very far from home. So I was able to just drive over. So I did that for like a week. And his cats hated it. Oh. <laughs> they hated it. They're like, who are you? You know, they were not happy. And then, of course, at the end, they started recognizing me. And so they weren't so bad. Tyler's cat. Lucas, he iced me out the whole time. Like he was so pissed. He's like, I don't know what you are or who you are or what you're doing, but I'm I'm not interested. He would turn his back on me. He would hide under things. But he lived at your house for so long. I know. He lived at our house for about six months. He recognizes my face. Like he right re- like I'll talk to him, I'm like, Lucas, hi. And I love that cat. And he'll give me this look, and it's so weird. You know, some animals just can be expressive and you don't know how they do it because they're Mm -hmm. animals. Yeah. He has an expressive face. And so, Lucas, how are you? And he would squint his eyes and he'd somehow scrunch his whiskers and he would give me like a rusting bitch face. (laughs) And so I would get I was giving him treats. I was trying everything to win them over and he was having none of it. And so I did that for a week. And then right after I finished cat sitting. My daughter brought her cat over for, for 24 hours because I needed to watch her cat. And I was like, God, I'm swimming in pussy. This must be what Leo DiCaprio <laughs> feels like. <laughs> it's like all I ever do is I'm always around cats. It's crazy. It may have cured me, though, from wanting a kitten. Oh, well, that's good news. It kind of is because I was, you know, I'm like, I'm going to foster kittens. And Daryl's like, why? Why would you do that? Why would you do that to us? I'm like... I'm fostering them. He goes, yes, but they will, they'll be pooping and crying and peeing and up all night. And, and I said, well, I want to do it. And he's like, all right. he's never going to say, no, you can't do it. But he would be really unhappy <laughs> if I did something like that. So after watching all of these felines for the last eight days, I think I'm cured um, f- for now. 
I just can't see another cat. I just don't want to do it. So well, you still have two, right? Yeah, I have my two. It's like that story. You know that story when you're a kid that you have to read where the guy says, "This is this house is so noisy, and what do I do about it?" And they say, "Oh, well, add." add two dogs and then you you're like no it's even noisier add two cats add add two birds and you add a cow and pretty soon he goes my house is so full and it's so noisy i can't hear everything he goes okay well then get rid of the cow and then you piddle it you whittle it all the way down until you only have the thing you started with and you're like god it's so quiet (laughs) i didn't realize how quiet my life was before and then you're happy with just the quiet of your own bullshit and I remember that story thinking, oh, that's a really good way of looking at it. But it's so it's kind of the same theory. It's like, all right, I've been around like six cats and now mm-hmm. I'm just down to the two. And one of them just doesn't do anything. It just lays there like a slug. Mm-hmm. And the other one likes to be outside all the time. So suddenly it's not so bad. So I'm going to have to get rid of Olivia. <laughs> so you can have some peace. Yes. Yeah, she is. She, she's the biggest noisemaker. She is. She is quite noisy. I love her, though. I know. (laughs) She's a good egg. She's a good little girl. Anyway, so yeah, the cat's sitting. Okay, so last week you were going to tell me about Greece. Yes. Well, the reason why is Greece was celebrating its 40th anniversary. Mm. And I believe this is also the same week that Elvis died. I could be wrong. No, Aretha Franklin died last week. And El- she died on the same day that Elvis died. Okay, so... And apparently, according to Daryl Babe Ruth, also died on that same day. So it's like all the uh, caskets are aligned. Yes. So anyways, I had some fun facts about Grease the movie that perhaps you didn't know. Okay. So actually, Grease originally was a play. It was a musical. A musical. You knew that? I did, except I I thought it was turned into a musical after the movie, but apparently John Travolta was in the Grease production first. He was. As Nikki, right? No, he played Duty. Who's Duty? One of the T-Birds. Oh, one of the dorky ones? Yeah. Jeff oh, Conway, who played Kaniki in the movie, was actually Danny Zuko in the Broadway. Oh, because he was the bigger name. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The thing is, is like the one we saw on NBC Live when they did the live Grease with, um, who was the chick that played Rizzo? Oh, Vanessa Hudgens. Vanessa Hudgens. That was such a hot mess. I thought, is this it? Is this what the, the is this the show? <laughs> is this what they turned the movie into? Then the movie's way better, I thought. Of course it is. So Jeff Conway played the role of Danny Zuko on Broadway mm. before being cast as Kaniki in the movie. Yes. Did you also know that Henry Winkler, or the Fonz, was originally offered the role of Danny Zuko? Oh my god. <laughs> that would not have worked. But he declined it. Oh. They were going to give it to him, but he declined it because he didn't want to be, like, pigeonholed as, oh. you know, like bad boys and like leather jackets kind of thing. That's funny because now only anybody only thinks of Miss Fonzie. <laughs> so he kind Which of is it, anyway. It ended up happening anyway. Anyway. So he could have yeah. made like a gazillion dollars probably. Probably. And he's a good actor. He is okay. a good actor, by the way. No, he is. He's great. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So this is 
completely bizarro information. Okay. The role of Coach Calhoun, you know, Uh the old guy that... Yes. You know, okay. Sid Caesar. ...was originally given to Harry Reams, the star of the pornographic film Deep Throat. (gasps) You know what? I've heard rumblings of this. Yes. That they he knew someone who w- was trying to mainstream him. Like he wanted out of porn or something. And they're like, we're going to give you this role. And then the powers of be said, we are not having a porn star <laughs> in this movie. And they said, no. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. So, you know, the line, the hickeys from Kinnicky, you know, mm-hmm. the real hickeys that Jeff Conway insisted planting on Stockard Channing. Oh, they're real? Yeah, Kinnicky, Jeff Conway, gave him to Stalker Channing. I'd let him do it. Heck yeah. I'd let a 1978 Kinnicky give me a hickey. I know. Maybe not later when he was in a wheelchair, but before that. The water by the bridge in the car chase scene mm-hmm. was actually stagnant and contaminated and made some several of the cast members sick. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was in L.A. though, right? Yeah, so I don't know if it was like a like a little causeway or... Well, they have those canals in L.A. that kind of ferry water when it rains, I think. Yeah. I mean, I don't know L.A. very well, but it definitely, that's what it looked like anyway. Well, it has to be water because it, that's what it looks like. Are those canals, those empty canals? Yeah. Whatever water was there. You remember seeing the puddles and stuff like that? Yes. And so there well, was germs. It was really, really bad wow. like contaminated water people got giarda and stuff <laughs> i don't know what parvo I, I, or whatever probably <laughs> they're like i have parvo okay so last bit of information when they were filming look at me i'm sandra d um which has the memorable quote about elvis like elvis let me be keep that pelvis, pelvis far, far from, from me, me. They were actually, with no coincidence, filming that on August 16th, 1977, <gasps> the same day Elvis died. Whoa. Creepy. So everybody felt kind of weird about And then they're like, and now we got to release this thing? <laughs> yeah. So they felt very strange about filming that scene. But that is weird. The show must go on. They did it. Elvis yeah. would have done it. Well, actually, that that's another fact is, yes. is, um, that I didn't include. Frankie Avalon, you know how he did Beauty School Dropout, Beauty School Your dropout. story's sad to tell. Well, they actually were going to have Elvis do mm-hmm. the scene. I wish they had. But he died before they actually filmed it. Oh, really? So they got Frankie Avalon to do it. <sighs> Who actually was afraid of heights, and he was going to have to take three stories worth of steps down to get to, <laughs> to, get to Didi Con. To, to Didi Con. So they laid a bunch of mattresses down on the side of the stairs. Are you kidding me? I'm not joking. You know what? I'm going to look at that and see how he shimmies down those stairs. I bet he's shaking. I bet his <laughs> knees are like, woo, you know, as he's trying to go down looking cool. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like you guys add fog just add a bunch of fog and he's like no not too much i can't see and there were all those girls so between the the mattresses and the girls he probably felt like someone's gonna catch me <laughs> someone's gonna die i'm gonna kill myself out here do you know how old i am oh my god that's so funny. oh that's too bad because you know if elvis had done that oh that would have been amazing i know right that would have made that movie quite the classic well, they said that everybody complained about, uh, like, all the critics. They're just like, this is the worst movie ever, <gasps> worst musical ever, it's horrible, blah, blah, blah. But it was, like, the number one box office musical yeah. ever. Yeah, well, it is. It's so good. And the music is so good because, you know, thanks, Barry Gibb. Did Didn't he the do BG- it? He, he, I think he wrote Grease is the Word. Greece. Oh. I believe that one of the Gibbs wrote it. I don't know. In fact, I believe when they demoed it, the Bee Gees sang it. And oh. then I don't uh, who sang it. Um, I can't remember the guy who actually ends up singing it. But I thought Barry Gibb wrote it. I'm probably wrong. I don't know. I just. What's funny about that actually is so the movie or and the um, uh, Broadway play. They're both called Grease, mm. and it Grease to refer to, like, you know, greasy hair yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, in the movie, Grease is not mentioned once. Oh, how funny. <laughs> so, except for in the in- beginning song. Grease is the word, which makes no sense. Grease is the yeah. word. It's the word that you heard. It's got groove. It's got meaning. And what? the director of the movie, he hated the beginning song. I. It's not my fave. He's like, it doesn't even make sense. <laughs> that would be me. I'd be like, I'd be one of those L.A. people that actors hate because you're like, I don't understand what I'm seeing right now. This yeah. makes no sense. And it really doesn't. No, it doesn't. But whatever. I mean, actually, we're going to score tonight makes more sense than Grease is the word. Yeah, really? I love that movie. Grease 2. I almost like Grease 2 more for certain reasons. Yeah. It's so damn campy. I just... And Michelle Pfeiffer is flawless. So, I mean, it's, you know, and I love how bad Michael is. <laughs> Whatever that guy's name is. Really? Michael! Whoever that is. I mean, he he's so terrible in that movie that it's good. Behind my charade. <laughs> the real me. The real me. <laughs> God. So bad. <laughs> Remember, so Stephanie, <laughs> never let our love go. I won't. It's like it's so bad. Remember, I love you. I won't be far away. I just close my eyes. God. And think of yesterday. You know what's really funny, Paula, is that when Michelle fight when they talk about her resume, they never put Grease (laughs) 2. on her resume and i'm like Are it was her first movie that'd be right on the top of my resume i would be like i'm a pink lady damn it i'd be <laughs> proud <laughs> yeah i'd be proud of that i'd be like i'm a, i want a cool rider <laughs> show up in a motorcycle in a pink jacket that's t- inverted to be black because she was such a badass oh that's right stick your maps where the sun don't shine <laughs> God, I know every line in that movie. Every line. 
god that is that's... so funny anyway so those <sighs> okay. were uh, little tips that maybe you didn't know about Greece. i didn't know a couple of those that's pretty cool oh okay so speaking of film and stuff like that mm-hmm. have you seen that skittles commercial where they, they're under the they're like high school students under the bleachers and he has skittles glued to his face oh he's got skittle pox he's got skittle pox and the girl that weird looking girl she's like is it catchy yeah, they're both kind of strange. Okay, it's I hate that commercial and only for one reason. And it's the most random reason because I'm weird. She Of all the choices she has to pluck off a Skittle off his face, which is already disgusting, by the way, she takes a yellow one. <laughs> That's what bothers you? That bothers... I'm like, no one would pick a yellow one. They would take a purple or a red. Maybe an orange. True. But never a yellow or a green. Okay, I would desire a red, but yeah. I don't think I would pluck one off his body. Well, I mean, that is disgusting because you're they're, they're inferring that it's like a zit or a pock. So that's gross. But she plucks a yellow. I'm like, really? Why? Why would you pick that? Nobody would pick yellow first. I don't get it. That's gross. I know, but it, that bothers me. Every time I see that Skittle commercial, I'm like, oh, God, she's going to get the yellow one. No one wants the yellow. <laughs> the yellow. Stupid. You know, do they don't sell all yellow Skittles or all yellow Starbursts. They sell all pink and red. That's how that goes because the majority of us have taste and we want the pink or the red. Tell that to Sweet Tarts because every time mm-hmm. I get those and I open them, I will literally open the whole thing <laughs> and look at what I have and it's yeah. nothing but green and yellow. Oh, I hate that. I hate and I that. get I get like two pinks. Yeah, or purple. You get like two purples and a red and then and a couple pinks. It's stupid. Yes. And the yellows are incredibly tart. Like way tarter because they're lemon. I just don't like them. I don't either. Oh, and it. now they have those blue ones and those are just dumb. They're grainy. I don't like blue sweet tarts. They're grainy and I just don't understand what whatever made them have a different mouthfeel than the rest yeah it's a chemical i probably shouldn't be putting in my body well yeah that it is pretty uh bright blue <laughs> yeah there's something i blue food is not i don't think it's you know other than blue berries i can't imagine there being a natural color candy that's blue i don't know but the skittle commercial just bugged the crap out of me and i always just wanted to so before we go into this new thing that I that that a listener submitted that we need to discuss, I had insomnia the other night. And what I realized is that insomnia is, I mean, like M- Malia has and Tyler used to have insomnia really bad. And when I was a kid, I had insomnia really bad. So I think it's kind of like a genetic thing, maybe. Maybe. But I had insomnia. And so I watched hours of Dr. Pimple Popper. Oh, God. <laughs> I love that show. And this is not the teaser show. This is the one hour show that that finally is on the air now on TLC, the little carnival. Mm-hmm. And they have really TLC this show. Like they have upped the TLC factor. Everybody's got a horrible backstory. Like this one woman has this really terrible skin autoimmune disease. So she gets like these pustules and it's really painful. She lives in Oklahoma. <laughs> And she's been there her whole life, and she's been struggling with this her whole life. Her mother died, who was trying to get her help. And this woman's probably in her 30s, late 30s, and she's never, ever had anyone suggest to her that she should have steroid shots to keep her skin not angry. 
Or how about soap? Well, no, it, it's not that. It's it's this it's an autoimmune disease. And oh, okay. it's it's actually quite common, but she just had it really bad. So she has never received proper medical treatment. Shocking in Oklahoma of all places where they can't mm-hmm. even spell Tuesday at school. Mm-hmm goes to Dr. Pimple Popper and she goes, well, I can't believe no one's ever given you a steroid shot before. So she gave her a shit ton of steroid shots and they're painful, Mm -hmm. but she hasn't had any pain, even with flare ups. She's like pain free and she's just like beyond thankful. And I'm just watching that going, but she has a backstory. Her step after her dad, after her mom died, the dad got married four months later and we have to hear about all of it. And the stepmom doesn't like her. She's mean. And so she shows her, a pustule that's popping with pus coming out of it right in her mom, her stepmom's face. <laughs> what? Yeah, she goes, look at it! Look at it! I'm in pain! And the mom, the, the stepmom's face is like, ooh! I mean, it's totally This TLC. is what you married it, into, you gold-digging yes. bitch. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. And so I'm like, oh, you guys have made Dr. Pimple Popper a TLC show. So with that being said, you and I are going to cooperate a little bit, but we're we're working on our 15 minute mini episode of the TLC, the little carnival reality shows that we're going to recap. Yes. So I just I cannot wait. I cannot wait to recap that more but that i was just telling you about it because i wanted to talk about that we are definitely doing our mini webisodes about reality tv on tlc it's a it's just a treasure trove of crazy so anyway somebody who listens to the show asked if we would ever consider answering questions from our listeners giving them advice or giving our giving them our opinions when it comes to maybe relationships or parenting or job or anything yeah. And I said, yeah, absolutely, we would do that. I haven't set anything up officially, but we did have someone who submitted a question. They said, I, you know, would you be willing to answer this question for me? And I'm like, yes, absolutely. So I'm going to read it and then you and I can discuss uh, what we think. Okay. This is a relationship question. She is not married. And this is anonymous. All of these are anonymous. They'll never, we'll never name your name. Last night, my boyfriend and I had a disagreement. We were leaving his softball game and he agreed to go hang out at one of the other players' houses. I was fine. I wanted to hang out too. He immediately, once we get in the car, says, we aren't going. And I'm like, okay, but I want to go. It'll be fun to hang out. He goes, I'm working on my crazy Latina attitude. (laughs) So I stay silent. He then proceeds to get mad since I'm sulking in silence saying, I have a snotty bad attitude. And then it went to World War III. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it would. How would you have addressed the situation? Also, let me add that they had just lost the game and he played poorly. I just love how she gives him a dig. Mm -hmm. So my assumption is he was projecting that only further added to fuel to my rage that he was saying he was sick of my bad attitude. But she says she's working on her crazy Latina attitude mouth. So I stay quiet. Okay, so they agreed to hang out. He changed his mind, and she's she's sulked about it because she really wanted to go and hang out and party. And she, instead of saying all of that, she stayed quiet. And then he gets mad because she's pouting. And then he says she has a snotty attitude. And then they just fought like hell. <sighs> well, well, I mean, it sounds like he didn't want her to go. That's what I think. I think he he was like, no, I want to go hang out with my friends. You don't get to go. And he didn't want to say that. 
Because when he said it at first, he's like, I'm going to go to my friend's house. He didn't say, hey, we're going to go. Yeah. It wasn't a couple's thing. Well, for him, it wasn't a couple's thing. It might have been for others, which is probably why she said, oh, yeah, that sounds like fun. You know, because maybe other girlfriends and wives were going or other women that were going. Or maybe he wanted to do something where he wanted to like. I mean, I know guys take their sports wins and losses very seriously sometimes, especially if you were shitty. And so you want to, like, drown your sorrows in a beer or two and just be a dude. It sounds to me like he was creating an argument so that he could either, you know, be mad and storm out of the apartment or the house and go back without her. Or he just wasn't mature enough to put it politely that he wanted to go hang out with his friends. Without her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. But I really hate that he's so he's resentful that she wants to go. And so he says she's got a bad attitude about it. Because he's like, we're not going. You know, that makes no sense. It, Whenever it's crazy, it is crazy. Whenever someone makes you feel like what happened, what just happened? Because they do a 360 on you. You're not imagining it. There, there was an ulterior motive you were not aware of. Or they, they he didn't have the balls to say, hey, I was just going to hang out with my guys. You know what I mean? Or And because maybe it's a couple's thing like every week or something. And this was the one night he decided he didn't want to be with a couple, you know, be with his girl. He sounds like a bit of an asshole for mm. telling you you had a snotty attitude. If Daryl told me I had a snotty attitude. <laughs> like, uh, I don't. I don't know if I, it, I wouldn't speak, well, first of all, if anybody ever told me I had a snotty attitude, even if I admitted to having a temper, which I do, even if I admitted to having a temper or no filter or saying things that, you know, I try really hard not to say things that I'll regret, um, but if that happened, I would have ready at my, my brain would have a list of flaws available to throw back in his ass. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you want to know why I have a bad attitude? Because you're a shit boyfriend. Let me list the reasons, you know, that, that would happen. And then it's just destructive. Then it's just destructive when he could have simply said, I'd like to spend some time with my guys tonight. I know that's not normal. Nothing weird. Just, you know, I feel like shit. I played like shit and I just want to drink some beers with my guys and just be done with it. She might have been mad or just like, well, shit. Well, I want to party, too. It's Friday night, Mm -hmm. you know, but at least that's honest. And then she can just go home and be, you know, mad about it for a while. But she'll get over it. I would. Yeah. You know, I'd be over if I'm secure in my relationship. I'd be like, yeah, that's fine. But you're a dick for telling me now when we're literally walking to the car. But okay. Right. But, you know, I think it's just a lack of communication, not wanting to be honest with her about it. And the attitude remark, that would singe me. It's just not a very loving thing to say for someone who cares about you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that shit, especially when you're just dating. It's And I always tell this to friends who are single or whatever. When things like that happen, I'm like, you know... You're really, really smart and you're really gorgeous and you're super, you're a catch. This is the kind of shit where you can actually go, you know what? I don't need this. Peace be with you, brother. Mm -hmm. And walk away. You can walk away. I would not suggest this for this person specifically because I don't know. But I just know that when things like when little cracks like that happen. Oh, man. 
And I don't like giving guys the excuse, oh, he played poorly and he's just in a bad mood because now you're excusing bad behavior. Guess what? Real men don't do that, by the way. Real men don't do that. They don't need excuses. Mature men they, don't yeah. do that. And I think that's a little bit of the problem, too, is is that he doesn't sound terribly mature. Yeah, if he's young, you know. Yeah, I mean, if he's a young guy and he can't mm-hmm. seem to juggle his you know anger and then somehow take it out on you and then Mm -hmm. you know finish it off with you know name calling that's a right that's like playground stuff i don't like name calling in relationships anyway you know unless it's like come here you bitch (laughs) you know let me grab you by the hair that kind of thing different but that's different you call me a whore in bed and that's it (laughs) that's it yeah, it was a shitty fight, and I hope he apologizes and promises, you know, not to call you out every time you're disappointed that you don't get to do what you wanted, to, you know, that you would plan to do, because you're allowed, mm-hmm. you're allowed to be disappointed when plans change on the drop of a dime. It's it's called having feelings. It's called having emotions. I've never been a big fan of guys who can't handle women who actually have emotions mm-hmm. that are not, you know... That sounds wonderful. Okay, well, that's fine. Well, I'm a little disappointed. But it's like, no, it's like, what do you mean? I wanted to get my party on. It's Friday night. You know, I mean, I don't I don't like that when guys are uncomfortable when girls have emotions. But whatever. So, but kudos to you for uh, knowing that you have a temper and you try to keep it in and not, you know, go nuclear. That's hey, it's called growth, man. It's called personal growth. Exactly. She's like, I know I have a bad temper. I'm actually trying to be more mature about this. And so I'm going to silently sulk. I'm not going to rip your face off right now, even though that's what I want to do. And then he still calls you out. And that is probably what pissed her off the most, is that she's trying to be a big, bigger person mm-hmm. and trying to be mature about it. And he still called her out. Like, I see there's no winning. I get it. So I might as well be a raging lunatic if you're still going to tell me I'm being a snotty brat. So no winning. So hopefully you guys made up and, you know, we move on and he apologized for being a dick because that's what I would expect. Um, Sick of your bad attitude. You don't have a bad attitude. You were just disappointed. Well, I hope you guys are happy now, though. (laughs) Fights are the worst. I hate it. I hate it. Any added words for you? Nope. I think that's good. (laughs) Okay, you have nothing more to add. I think we've, I think we've said our piece. Yes, yeah, so our conversation has circled. Just a wicked, ugly fight, and you probably handled it the way we would have. So, all right. Um, we told, I told you about the Skittles because I was dying to tell you about that stupid Skittle thing. Oh, so Doctor Pimple Popper has a game. It's called Pimple Pete. That's gross. Yes, and it's a face, and you pull roots, zits, and roots out of the face. And so they're like an inch long, these white plastic plugs that you pull out. And whoever, it's kind of like, um, um, what's the game? Not, not perfection, but somebody pulls one out and it the, the nose squirts water. You've popped the big zit. That's gross. What is that? It's called Pimple Pete. <laughs> okay. It's a game. It's so stupid. But what was funny is I saw that and went, oh God, I would never get that game. Then there's another one called Flush and Frenzy called Grab the Poop. God. It's a toilet and there's a 
I'd say it's probably like a five inch plastic poo log with a happy face on it. Who makes up these games? I don't know, but I'm just explaining to you. I was, my mouth was agape. I was like, what is this? This is a real game. So, and there's women playing it on YouTube. Like they're like, okay, this is how the game goes. And so the poop goes in the tank part and you push it down like a spring. And then the toilet has a plunger. And then you flush the toilet and a dice comes out and it gives you a number, like a three, and you plunge the toilet three times. And whoever flushes the poop and it comes springing out of the back of the toilet and you have to grab it. And that's apparently the game. You have to like catch it in midair. Yeah. And it flings, I mean, high, like it shoots out of the toilet. And then you have to grab it. And what's funny is they show the woman grab it and then she smiles at the camera. I'm like, it looks like a big black dick. Wow. With a a happy face on it. And I'm like, well, I mean, it's... Reminded me not to play that game with her. (laughs) Right? (laughs) She'll win. Well, what's funny is I was watching going, God, it's so terrible, but I kind of want to get it now. (laughs) Gross. Well, I think it'd be hilarious. But I mean, anyway, there were others like that had to do with vomit and stuff. And, you know, it's just a bunch of guys getting some college guys going, we can make a fortune, you guys. <laughs> Pee, poop, zits. We got this. Wow. So I don't know. I know. I think Olivia and I will stick with Clue. I saw that. I, You know what? I used to love playing Clue. Well, and then we also have on the PlayStation, like, um, Life, Mousetrap, Clue. Oh, you play the virtual version? Yahtzee, yeah. And then we have Monopoly. Oh, that's awesome. Monopoly. Yeah, we don't. I'm trying to think the games. Well, we used to play Monopoly, but I always won because I was taught to be a cutthroat when we were kids. Yeah, Victor's not allowed to play with us. (laughs) It's just too, too competitive. Well, he tries to take advantage of Olivia. Like, you know, he gives her, you know, he's like, tries to make, I'll walk in the living room and then I'll see that there's a deal on the screen. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm giving her $5 for Boardwalk and Park Place. <laughs> and I'm just like, Victor, he's like, it's a game. That's how you play. I'm like, not with a nine-year-old. <laughs> That's mean. You're right. He shouldn't play. That's mean. Daryl, I, actually, you know what game Daryl and I have are forbidden from playing with each other is Moncala. That little bead game? Yeah. We can't play it anymore because I get really, really angry. And for whatever reason, it just brings out the worst in me because he beats me a lot. Oh, really? And it makes me, oh, God, I get so furious because I'll lose by like one move. And he'll be like, and he has, he's so goddamn smug. And so the last time we played, I literally threw everything at him. I picked up that wooden board and I flung it and stones went everywhere. He's like, Jamie, God, I'm like, I'm never playing with you again. You suck. He's like, it's not my fault that you're not good at this game. I'm like, never. We will never play this game again. I was so mad because he's so smug. I'm like, never. And then whenever he asks me, he's like, you want to learn how to play dominoes? I'm like, no, no, because you're just going to be mean and smug about it. I'm not playing. You can teach me nothing that you know that you've been playing since you were four. No. Want to play some bones? Forget it. <laughs> no, I'm not going to play it two-eyed, Johnny. Whatever they call you back in the day when you were taking everyone's money in the alley. God, forget I it. I can't play chess. <laughs> I'm I'm good at it yeah. up to a point, and then I'm I choke. Not. Chess is like math. It makes no sense to me. 
Daryl's tried to teach me, and I'm like, nah, I'm not interested. It's 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 a thinking man's game. I'm not in it. I can't. I can't do it. Yeah, it's like geometry. Ugh, or any kind of math. I just can't. And I hate that, by the way. I hate being math retarded. It really is frustrating. It really is. Do you really want to say retarded? Math disabled. I hate being math disabled. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Okay, so with all of that being said, it is time to go to our Hugly and Awkward Moments of the Week. All right. Sponsored by LippingClip.com. There's a lot of great stuff going on right now. I tried to buy the new Love Lash mascara Mm -hmm. because it's going to rival some of the top long lash mascara brands that you can buy on Amazon or Ulta or Sephora. And let me tell you, I have purchased every mascara on the planet trying to find the one. So I went to the Avon site and I had my basket and I went to go check out. And the Avon site crashed. Uh-oh. And then when, when I went back, it was offline for almost two days. What? It's Yeah, it really was. And I checked it, and it's like, no, it's not just you. It's down. I was really surprised. So when I went back yesterday to buy my bo- my basket, it was empty. So now I have to go back and start over. That doesn't happen normally, but I'm, I'm getting that mascara, and I'm going to try it, and I'm going to leave a review because if it's great, it's only nine bucks. Actually, it's not normally. It's on sale right now for nine bucks. It's going to be more. So get it while it's on sale because, you know, it's nine bucks. What if it's the best mascara you've ever had? I've spent $30 on mascara looking for the, the holy grail of mascaras. And if this is it, I will be so happy. So lipandclip.com, you guys. So we did get some submissions. Uh, because school has started, this one has a school theme. She was in college. This is a, so we have two college hugly and awkward moments. So, okay, here's story number one. I was walking towards the library when I was in college. The entrance to this library is all glass. They have sliding doors that open when you step in front of them like normal. I was standing in front of the glass doors, but they wouldn't open. And I thought it was because I'm short and the sensor couldn't detect me. After about five or ten seconds of waiting, I realized that I was not standing in front of the doors. I was standing in front of a glass wall. (laughs) To make things worse, I saw, through the reflection, a girl behind me laughing. (laughs) (laughs) What an asshole. I know. But still, can you imagine standing there going, why isn't anything working? Because, you know, if if it's all cement all the way across, it probably isn't. I mean, I would probably make that mistake. I mean, yeah. I mean, if it looks like it's a common mistake. Yeah. And if there's like mats or something all over the place, I mean, what would you, you, you wouldn't know, except, you know, it sounds like something like a freshman would do because you don't know the place. Yeah. So you walk up and you're just standing there. And you know, what's really funny is the people inside staring at you going, why is that girl staring at us? Well, God forbid <laughs> yeah. any of you come over and open the door. <laughs> and go, hey, over here. so that's really awkward yes it is awkward because you know know, when when someone laughed and then she finally realized she wasn't standing in front of the the actual doors that opened and she's like well god forbid you wouldn't tell me just maybe stand here looking like a dork yeah that's funny Uh, this one's really funny and this would totally 
would happen to me because I'm an unintentionally an asshole to people. This is a teacher. One time I was checking attendance on the first day of school. I was calling out the name Nicole and a male student raised her hand and said present in a deep voice. And I snapped at them and I said, you are not Nicole, sir. And he had proceeded to explain to me that he was once Nicole and that he associated with the male gender now. Oh, my God. So he was a transgender. She's like, I was very embarrassed about the mix up. Wow. Well, you know, that would happen, too. If I was a teacher and you're like present, I'd be like, you are not Nicole, sir. He's like, well, I used to be Nicole. <laughs> God. I'd be like, oh, because they don't give you notes. It's not yeah, like they really. say, a.k.a. Nick. You know, it's just, it is what it is. But I mean, it's one thing to just say, Nicole, and he's like, yes, and then explain. It's another to go, you are not Nicole. <laughs> you know what I mean? With an attitude immediately. Oh, and by the way, they were Spanish. The teacher. Oh. <laughs> the teacher was laughing. So embarrassing. Gosh. Well, uh, yeah, it's got to be confusing these days. Not always, but I just think when you're, especially when it's your first day of school and you think people are playing jokes or they're trying to be funny or, you know what I mean? Like, oh, you're the class clown. Ha, ha, ha. Okay, Nicole, I mean, that could have gotten way worse. Yeah, really, I'm like, that's borderline, like, you know, television news. <laughs> Harassment. I know, pretty soon there'd be a news truck in front of the school going, uh, Mexican professor so-and-so would not stop harassing Nicole. <laughs> I mean, it would be over. Everyone would be freaking out and outraged. We've talked to the school administration, and they have no comment because they don't know what the hell is going on. They said they're uh, working on a policy as we speak. <laughs> yeah, they're working on an emergency policy <laughs> and uh, put the teacher on administrative leave as they investigate the incident. <laughs> we will not stand for this! <laughs> God. It's so funny. I always think that's anyway. funny when they say that, but they're all standing. Yeah. <laughs> we will not. We will not stand. Well, it's just like the Flat Earth Society, members all around the world. It's like, okay, did you just hear what you said? Yeah. All right. That's fine. Whatever you say. I'm saying that, uh, Miss, in the beginning, I, I don't have your name. I didn't write it down. Uh, your library st story has won. And you sent me your address, which means you get a little goodie bag from lipandclip.com. So it's coming your way. Thank you so much for submitting your stories of your awkwardness because uh it makes us feel less less so solo we know that there are others out there that are like us screaming at old people on accidents and uh missing green lights and having to have assistance from others yes we appreciate we appreciate your participation he really could have just let me sit there right <laughs> would it have been so terrible but then that would have been awkward yourself somebody would be like hey what's they would have like yelled at you i would have goofed up all the lights and <laughs> you would have ruined it for everybody yeah anyway well I, that's all i have do you have anything no i think that's a wrap so thank you everybody for joining us continue shopping amazon for all your supplies and needs and with that we say goodbye and have a good rest of your week That's a wrap. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.